Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Scent with Emphasis. I am starting to now realize that this is like my little diary, but in reality, it's kind of the worst possible form of a diary because I'm completely broadcasting all of my thoughts to the public. Everything I think and everything I want to say or opinions I have, I'm just like, okay, send, publish, and just out in the world for people to listen to. But it's also weird because like, You're listening to this right now, and it's my voice, but I'm not sure who you are, where you are, or why you chose to listen, but I guess I want to say thank you for being my little listener to my diary. I wanted to do a quick little announcement that I'm doing like a little brand refresh, and I know that probably doesn't make sense to a lot of people, but I'm so into like the marketing stuff and the brand image stuff, and I'm like, you know what? This is kind of my brand. I kind of want to make it look good. So I am doing a logo change, some font changes, some color changes, just to kind of have more of a brand establishment, and I will be making merch, so stay tuned for that. Regardless, I wanted to reintroduce the Hangout with Anxiety segment because, yes, I am aware that the title of this episode has two names, that's the whole point, and I did my second episode on a Hangout with Anxiety segment And I just kind of want to reintroduce that because that's something that I'll carry throughout the show. So, anxiety, for those who don't know, is definitely a newer term. And it kind of describes that anxiety or anxious feeling you get after like a night out or even just after a social setting or a gathering in general. And I want to use this segment as a type of episode for when I go out and yes, I am hungover, but also am stuck in like having those intrusive thoughts and anxieties that come after a night out or a social setting, like I said, or just because you're having a midlife crisis and life's weird. You know, that's how it goes. So maybe you're hungover from life. I don't think that's a thing, but we're going to make it one. Regardless, that's the whole point of the Hangout with Anxiety segment. It's just another way to group the episodes, and a lot of times I'll record them while I'm still either hungover or just having stories from the night before or just anxious thoughts that I know a lot of people can relate to. So I usually get day-long hangovers. It's actually horrible. I am 22, freshly, I'm freshly 22 years old, and I am getting brutal hangovers. And I know that's completely self-induced, but my hangovers have gotten to the point where I can't even think straight for 24 hours after I go out. It's like I have two options, get drunk again or rot on my couch watching Friends for the entire day. I am not one of those people that can wake up and be like, damn, my hangover was so bad this morning. It's like continuing throughout the day. So that being said, because of that debilitating nature, my anxiety comes like a day after which is super fun. Delayed anxiety. Love that. And part of it is I swear to God, this school feels tiny to me now. I graduated from a very, very small high school. And for some reason, this massive university feels just as small. And I know that's because I'm approaching my last year of being here and you really do see a lot of the same people. But It seriously is the most anxiety-prone situation, like walking to class or out and about and somehow always running into the very last person you want to see. Like, it's just how it goes, and it's so annoying. And I feel like anyone listening to this is like, dude, you go to a school with like 20,000-plus people, but it seriously feels small. I don't know what it is. It is also, like I said, self-induced. I know that because I love meeting new people and forming new connections. And I think the second I get a drop of alcohol in me, that amplifies by like 100. And I really thought that, you know, 
being a senior was going to change that. You know, some people graduated last year, but it didn't. And it actually makes it worse because every three people I see are, I swear to God, like a kid from your dorm or like a girl from your class or a frat guy who's like your roommate's ex. It is never ending. I don't know what it is. But at the end of the day, when you really think about it, none of it really matters. It's all kind of hilarious and is as big of a deal as you make it. So if you continue to do what I do and make little run-ins like that at comedy, I promise you'll do fine. And I just want to say this for all the people that have anxiety in those situations, like, oh, my God, I saw this guy or, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed, whatever. They probably don't remember either. Like, they really don't. If you were drunk or you're at a bar, they're also there and they're also probably drinking. So they won't remember. But regardless, even if this isn't a situation that involves alcohol, it's probably not that big of a deal to them as it is to you. Maybe at the very worst they did notice it, but I can guarantee you they probably thought about it once and never again. So don't beat yourself up over the little interactions and when you have them just act cool, act normal, act like it doesn't bother you whatsoever because the more you make of it, the more they're going to see and be like, wait, what? why is this a big deal? What's going on? So just know that it's not as big of a deal as it probably seems at the time. And you know what? We're all growing up. Probably won't matter in a year. Probably won't even matter in a week. So who cares what you did? It probably doesn't even matter to them. Also, I'm not even going to lie. I am probably like a drink at a shot in and it's literally two o'clock p.m. because it's my uh, really good friend's birthday today and she asked me to get lunch and like any college kid does that lunch incorporated alcohol so we're feeling pretty good right now but this past weekend was my birthday celebration and I literally had the greatest night ever my best friends from home came down to celebrate as well as my roommates and like college friends and it was just like a total blast. And if my voice sounds super annoying or raspy, you can blame it on that night. Everyone somehow survived besides my phone. My phone literally did not survive. And after bar close, I decided that the party was in fact not done. And I ended up going to an apartment party, which, okay, backtrack. I wore a super fun like statement outfit because it's my birthday. Like, why not? But everyone at this party is wearing, like, normal clothes. And I am standing there in this, like, gold jumpsuit. So it looked fire. But just to set the stage, that's what's happening there. Just me standing in this gold jumpsuit. A lot going on. And my guy friends also dressed up, like, super nice. Like, literally two of them were wearing suits. And I should have brought them with me because at this point I was just standing there. And everyone was probably like, who the hell is the girl in the gold suit? But anyway, so I was at this apartment and at this point, like I said, it was bar closed and we had a large group and like all of a sudden it was just like chaos. Like people were going everywhere. Lights were turning on. Closing time was going on. And I'm like, "Woo, let's keep partying. Like, let's go. So I ended up at this apartment with one of my roommates and one of our friends. And I somehow set my phone down somewhere in this apartment and just knew I lost my phone. I feel like everyone knows the feeling of when you're like, okay, I know this thing isn't on me anymore. Like, I know I set it down somewhere, but I can't find it. And at this point, my roommate and our friend were outside trying to get my other roommate or something like that. So I know the people at this party, kind of, but none of them had like mutual friends of mine like enough to have them in their context is what I'm trying to say here so I wanted to like 
call my phone or call someone to be like, hey, I don't have my phone, but here I am. Like, you should come. And I asked one of the girls at the party, which (laughs) I can't even describe to you guys how funny this is looking back now. Like, just a ton of athletes. And I'm just like in my gold jumper with my roommate, like just funny stuff, whatever. So I asked one of them because my roommate stepped outside. And the only number I knew besides my parents was my older brothers. And I was like, hey, just like tell them I'm here, like whatever. And then it literally just turned into chaos because he was in Vegas and like all of my friends were just out and about and it was late and I think everyone thought I was like missing because I couldn't find my phone and it just added so much chaos but and of course it's not just like a random night it has to be my birthday so the next morning of course I still didn't have my phone and (laughs) me and like my cousin and my friends from home and my roommates were like okay I need to get my phone back like I I can't be without it and I knew people were going to be texting me and I felt rude and I was just like oh my gosh so we went back and (laughs) it's probably not one of those places you want to show up to like sober on a Sunday you know it just kind of isn't that vibe but my cousin just barges in there like banging on the door and these guys are probably like oh my god what is going on it's a Sunday it's like 10 a.m and she's like I need my cousin's phone back like all this stuff so I think I got my phone back by noon on my birthday so that was awesome but I ended up having it all was well nothing was stolen I I didn't think anything was going to be wrong but it was just like one of those things that of course that happened and I pick up my phone and I have like 22 missed calls from all of my friends like these random numbers from the apartment party that were looking for it so I don't know how we missed it but I swear I looked everywhere my roommate looked everywhere like a couple of the guys at the party were helping us look they're like dude your phone is not here I I don't know what's going on so that was super fun but the rest of my birthday or I guess my party before then was just so so fun it was an absolute blast having everyone there and I know that this is going to be one of my last birthdays celebrating with all of those people so it just like meant a ton to me and birthdays are an excuse so if you have a birthday coming up make it an excuse to have fun each year is not promised each birthday is a blessing so make it as fun as you want and I honestly am still recovering from it I'm not even lying I Went to go return my books today at the bookstore from last semester. And she's like, can I see your student ID? So I pull out my card from the case in the back of my phone. And all of my cards are literally stuck together from like the alcohol and like the vodka this weekend. And I just like peel it apart. Like you can hear it peeling from my credit card. And she's just like, okay, awesome. Like it's just not great. But, you know, that's how it goes. Anyways, I wanted to talk about growing up today because, well, like I said, I just celebrated a birthday and it's a new year and life whips by crazy fast and it stresses me out a little bit. And I think especially with, you know, starting a new semester, my last semester at college, it just kind of is nuts and it's a topic that I have to face. And I've always been someone to not want to grow up. I don't really know how to explain that that well, and I know that there are people who both agree and disagree, and it's not because I'm scared or not wanting to experience new things. It's almost just like I love my life the way it is now, and I don't want things to change. I feel like when you're younger, too, there is such a stigma about growing up and having responsibilities that life just sounds better and is more fun when you're a kid. 
Like, if you think about all the movies and shows you watch growing up, it's like the kids being in middle school or high school, and you're like, oh, my God, 16 is the best age ever. And then when you grow up, you're like, oh, my God, things are starting to be real. This is real life, and you just figure out more stuff. And I don't know. I I remember when my older brother went to college, and I was literally like, holy shit, I hate this. Like, it was probably more of a transition for me than him because I went my whole life living with my brothers and now one of them was moving away. Like that's the way of life. And I was obviously very aware of that, but it was just so weird. And I literally remember that like it was yesterday. And now at this very point in life, my younger brother is going to be going to college in a year. Like, what is happening? Can life just slow down for a minute? It feels like just yesterday I was a freshman. Like, I was in my younger brother's shoes, and it's just absolutely nuts. And it's probably funny because I know there are people who are obviously well older than me that are listening to this. They're probably just like, oh, you just wait. Like, it speeds up real quick. And I think that's what I'm most scared of because this is the very first year of my life that I genuinely don't know where I'll be what I'll be doing, who I'll be with by the end of this year. And that is wild. Like a majority of my life thus far, it's been like, okay, I'll be entering seventh grade or I'll be a sophomore in college and staying put where I'm at. Like there's definitely a little bit of transitions and there's always change with every year, but I've always kind of had an idea of where I will be. Even when I was a senior in college and was deciding between two colleges, I still knew I was going to be in the Midwest and at some sort of university. Like, I knew what my next step was going to be about. This year, no. Literally no clue. And for people who are either in a similar boat or understand my situation, I think a lot of times that can be super anxiety-prone or nerve-wracking. But for some reason, it isn't to me right now. And I really hope me saying that isn't me jinxing the situation But I almost think that it's like super cool and a brand new chance to just have a clean slate and create the life you want. Like it's such a mind trick, honestly. But I think people put so much pressure on growing up that when you take a step back, it honestly is pretty cool. I have an opportunity to make whatever life I want to make my own. You know, like I can have a clean slate. I can meet new people. I can move somewhere new if I want to. And It's almost like you're entering a brand new world. I guess is when people say, well, you're entering the real world now. And I know I'll probably look back in a year and be like, damn it, I hate this. Like, I hate my nine to five. I hate this. I hate that. But it's so cool. You have the chance to finally put what either you've been working for, you've been studying for and make it a reality. I think that's that's pretty cool. However, I still have this fear of looking back with regret. Everyone talks about how you don't know what you have until it's gone. And that is so true and goes hand in hand with the title of this podcast, to do whatever you're doing with emphasis and not just to go through the emotions, but to fully engage yourself into life and what is present right now. And that is something I'm really, really focusing on and trying my best to do. I actually just talked about this with my friend and my roommate last night. And it's just like, you know what? Every stage of life that you're in is unique. Even if it's like you're a grade older or you're a year older, you're five years older, like every single stage has something new to offer. And I think we spend so much time looking back on like, oh my gosh, I regret this. I wish I would have done this, that we're missing out on what's in front of us. And that's where those regrets come in. Like when you look back, say, oh, I regret doing this my freshman year of high school, or I regret wasting so much time worrying about the future or worrying about college or all this stuff that I just can't control. Like when you are fully focused on the moment 
things work out. Growing up is just the weirdest thing about life. Like one day you're sitting in class, the next day you're married, the next day you have grandkids. Like what what's going on? And you don't even realize how fast it's going. That's the thing. Because we get so caught up in our day-to-day and all the little worries and all the stuff that doesn't matter that we kind of lose sight of that. And that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. Like, oh my gosh, I literally feel like I should still be living in the dorms. It's so nuts. And I don't feel like I should be that 19-year-old self again. Definitely not. I've definitely grown up a lot since then. But just the fact that my time on this campus is almost done is just ridiculous. It's it's so nuts. And for anyone in like the same industry as me or in a similar situation, I don't really have a plan and I won't until like March. Like any of my jobs that I'm interested in, none of that comes out till March. So like you're kind of sitting in this weird time of like abyss, like unknown. You don't know what's going to happen. And it forces you to really just be present because what else am I going to focus on? The applications that don't yet exist? Like that's a waste of fucking time. And I don't know. I just kind of advise anyone who is listening to this, whether you are in college or high school or you're out of school and you're grown up, you have kids, you have a job, whatever it is, just enjoy where you are now because I promise you this is going to be a point of your life that you wish you could look back on and get back. Like no matter what it is, even if you're going out and partying every night or if you're so focused on your job, you have something unique and special about the time that you are in now that you're going to look back on and be like, damn, that was pretty cool. So growing pains suck. They really do. It's kind of the most out of body experience that we as humans face because we don't really realize it's happening until we're caring for someone else or focusing on someone else. And a lot of it comes with like nostalgia and kind of sadness being like, damn, like this things are going to change so quickly. I'm never going to get this back, but it's ultimately good. So I kind of want to talk about like things that frequently change and how to cope with those. And two of the main ones for me, obviously there's like location, your financial situation, your status, whatever it is, but your friendships, or I guess I should say your relationships and your responsibilities are probably the two things that change the most all throughout all stages of your life. Like for some people are still friends with who they were friends with in kindergarten or things switch or you ebb and flow and then you have college friends or hometown friends or people that your family friends with. Those things change all the time and they change a lot with responsibilities. Like there are a lot of friends who are situational. You know, when you were playing sports growing up, you were closer with a handful of people versus now if you have a job, maybe you're friends with your coworkers. Things change with responsibilities as well. And that's why each stage of life is so different. So kind of how to cope with that, I kind of came up with a few different options just because I didn't want this episode to be me stressing out about growing up. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm in my 20s. I don't know what to do. But I wanted to have some ideas just to kind of help anyone who's listening. So the first one I kind of thought of is to find the good in the future. Find something, even if it's minor, that you can look forward to. Say that's like more independence, a new location, maybe even better housing situation or a chance to start fresh. Finding anything good in the future can make it so much less daunting. When you have something that you're like, okay, you know what, like things are going to change, but at least I'll have this, it makes that transition so much easier. And then I would also encourage you, probably more importantly, to focus on the good that is right now. We get so caught up stressing about the future and growing up that we are missing what is in front of us right now. 
like I said before, you don't really know what you have until it's gone. And that is simply the full truth. Even if it's a physical change, a friendship, or just the freedom that you have in this moment right now, when you're so tunnel visioned on the future, you lose what is right now. Another piece of advice is to hang on to the things that mean the most. Like I said, friendships and relationships are kind of the main things that change. So if you have friends that really mean a lot to you, either that's friends from home or family friends or college friends, hang on to them. Put in the effort to stay connected. Don't lose sight of that because people get so caught up in their days so quickly that a friend that you were best friends with three years ago may not be someone you communicate with once a year now. So putting in that effort to hanging on to what means the most and the same goes for family, honestly, like making that time to call your grandparents, to call your mom, to go home, to visit people is what really means the most. And having that support system is so, so important. Lastly, I kind of want to say that the most important thing to do when coping with change is that remembering that it's a part of life. Like it really is. It is exactly the way life was intended to go. And not like I want to quote the Lion King here, but it simply is the circle of life. Things change, things happen, and things move on. But it's how we were created and we are right where we are supposed to be. And the worst and best part about that as well is that everyone around you is growing up too. And many of those before you have been in your exact shoes. So you're not alone whatsoever and you never know. The best days of your life are some you've never experienced yet, people. So growing up sucks. It really does. But take it as an opportunity to soak up what is now. All right. Now for everybody's favorite part of the show, hot take section. I feel like I should have a little sound effect there. Like a little or something like hot take. I don't know. It's part of the brand change, you guys. We're working on it. We're working on it. But my hot take is that subtitles rock. I really, (laughs) I was going to say, I love subtitles, Kate. It's not that passionate, but I prefer subtitles. I'll say that. And I understand that this is a hot take because I used to not like subtitles. Like something about it gives like waiting room energy. Like I feel like when you're sitting waiting for like a dentist appointment or a doctor's appointment, there's a tiny screen with like a movie playing and large subtitles that are just taking up the whole picture. Like I feel like that is what I always thought when I thought subtitles. But two of my roommates like love subtitles. They would always turn it on when we'd watch movies or TV shows. And I think I just slowly adapted to it. And now I'm to the point where I honestly prefer it because it helps me, like, understand the movie better. I feel like so many times characters are, like, talking too fast or, like, you miss a scene or the volume's all wacky and subtitles, like, help me keep up with that. But I can also see the argument that they get in the way and that they're distracting or they cover up part of the screen and it's just annoying to have them constantly flowing at the bottom. I so get that. But I think I'm just too far deep now that I prefer them. I don't know. I feel like that really ages me. That makes me sound like a grandma. And I I honestly do understand movies without subtitles. It's not like it's a requirement for me. But I think I just prefer them. Subtitles rock. But that is all I have for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Again, shorter episode this week. Just giving you a break. Nice little refresh for your week. And as always, remember to own who you are, mean what you say, and whatever you do, do with emphasis, baby. I will see you next Tuesday. 